everybody and welcome to another episode of the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Hi guys, I'm Steve. Oh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Steve may not have liked the episode, but I sure did. It was episode 7, or if you're on Hulu, it was episode 6, labeled Ready, Set, Joe. Are you ready, set, Joe, Steven? <laughs> the pun helped, I'll be honest. The pun helped. Um, the, the, their puns in these titles always, they're really, they just one-up themselves. The finale, I can't wait to see what they do for that. Uh, I, I, what, could they, what could they do? I don't know, but I will say this week, just outside of this episode, which was, again, as always, a chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. But this week, outside of the actual show, lots of shit happened. <laughs> We have a lot of things to talk about. Before we get into uh, Stephen's depression that that came into fruition because of the episode, I have something that I'm depressed about, and I'm more important, so I want to go first. (laughs) Feel free. Stephen already knows this. Um, Guys, it happened again. I'm 0 for 2 on this podcast. I was spoiled. It wasn't my fault again. Uh, I would say this one is even less of my fault than last time. Last time, I rookie mistake. I hit a news article, uh, uh, you know, talking about the show we were watching. This time, I was on Twitter, and Joe Millionaire tweeted um, about the two guys they were going to be competing, and I saw that there was one reply to the tweet, and I was like, okay, I'm, um, I want to get in on the conversation, you know. Get that engagement up on our Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. I go to look at what the reply is, and just sitting there is one of the results. Now, I, I'm not sure. We're Obviously, we don't know if both guys leave with somebody, if both of them leave empty, but I know one of their paths. I'm upset. I keep, as I did last time, trying to tell myself and Steven that there's a chance that it's not real. <laughs> I hope it's wrong. I'm praying to God it's wrong. I'm not going to tell you guys who or what. I'm just going to keep going as if I don't know because I'm continuously to tell myself that it, it's not real, like I said before. I'm hoping for you that it's not. I don't know what it is. There's no chance it's... <laughs> At this point, remain spoiler-free. I hope to remain spoiler-free. I didn't tell Steven. But at this point, I might just want to be put out of my misery and and deal with it but i don't because i want to keep watching this amazing show there's a glimmer of hope steven you don't know there could be i don't know but we did our due diligence as the number one yes joe millionaire podcast we reached out to somebody who may or may not run the social accounts for joe millionaire and just said hey get your shit together and remove this (laughs) I will I will give her some credit. It it was like the post had been up for maybe 10 minutes when I saw it. Um, like their original post. I don't even know how long the spoiler was up because as soon as I saw it, I closed my phone and I threw it across the room and I screamed and I called the police. Um, mm-hmm. You know, things that you do once you're spoiled on a show you don't want to be spoiled for. Um, so again, I apologize for my curiosity. It killed 
the ending for me. <laughs> she was just trying to work hard for this podcast, guys. She was trying to work hard to get more engagement and exactly. as we as we thank you for on a weekly basis. Exactly. I thank them for the engagement. It's only right for me to try to engage myself. Yes. And here I am slapped on the wrist for it. Boy, boy. So that was a tough pill to swallow. Um, And I'm just going to pretend like it's wrong. So it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Here's something that is going to maybe bring you back from the brink. And I have not discussed this with you yet. Yeah, and that, that's what I was going to say. And then Steven's been holding on to information from me. <laughs> he told me that he had like crazy Joe Millionaire info. And I'm like, okay, tell me. I need to know, especially after what just fucking happened to me. And he's like, no, nope, saving it for the podcast. So please, God, Steven, tell me what's going on. So I am hitting send. Do not open your email just yet. I'm hitting send. Okay. We had somebody reach out to us. And say, hey, you need to re-examine the footage from night one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Go back and look frame by frame at the moment the gentlemen look over the railing onto the women when everyone was still there. Can I open it? Uh, stand by. Damn it. <laughs> And I want you, and this person said, there may be an extra person there that you don't know. Shut up. Nixie, I am now asking you for the very first time to open your email and look at the two photos I've sent to you. Nixie, who are these two women? Steven, Steven, Steven. One of them, what? There's a, okay, 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 okay. Two women. There's two extra women. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Holy shit. So there's a blonde woman in a white dress with some blue detailing. And then I'm also seeing a brunette woman with like a yellow dress with a bit of a cutout on the side. That is true. Who are these women, Mixie? Has anybody else seen this? What the fuck? Boys and girls, the number one not Joe Millionaire podcast (laughs) does not sleep what is going on it uses its investigative journalism background emmy award-winning mind you but no big deal it uses that background to dig and dig we did we found for the very first time i think we can break the news that were there was two additional women on this season of joe millionaire the number was not 18 the number was 20 women Wow, that which makes a lot of sense. I, I, you know, I don't want to nitpick, but when I was watching the first episode, I was like, 18 such a weird number." Can you believe this? Where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? Does Fox have them in an underground bunker? Are they safe? Did did Martin is Martin secretly a, like a serial killer? Martin Martin picked two interns out of the group before the guys could. The guys were at the balcony. They picked them all. And Martin goes, I get first dibs. You and you. You're staying in the butthole. They're probably stuck in the butthole. I'm telling you. I, I can't believe it. There was two additional women on this show. <laughs> we will try to get to the bottom of this. 
Yeah, I'm definitely rewatching this. Not that I don't. I mean, I can see these screenshots clear as fucking day. We got to post these. We, we do. Uh, it may cause us some issues with Fox. Oh, yeah, that's actually right. Maybe we don't. <laughs> Everybody go watch episode one again. Fox, if you don't want them to see it, you might want to edit yeah, that. Take that uh, episode one down. I know you're listening. While you're at it, maybe change the episode numbers so they make fucking sense. I'm just saying, listen. I, I, can you imagine being these poor women? They just like ghosted out of the show and they like just blur. I, Steven, what else are we missing? I don't know. This is the point. What else are we missing? Are there? Maybe the hobo is there. Do these girls win? I don't know. <laughs> Are these girls the the Jenny millionaires of next season? Who knows? Ooh. They were wow. just there for the house tour. Wow. Can you believe just two additional women? We're not making this shit up, guys. I'd be livid. Because I, I know that, I mean, we know they quarantined, so. There had to be a night one elimination that we didn't see. That sucks. That's the only explanation because they weren't there later. They weren't in the yeah. bottom four. They weren't there at the end, because I watched the end where they're showing all the women out. They're, they're not there. I like to think Martin picked two of them and put them in his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a wild start on this episode. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you know, now I feel like I need to rewatch every episode, which honestly I wouldn't be upset with. <laughs> Maybe there's other stragglers. Maybe there's a third Joe, Hobo Joe. Hobo Joe. That's a great idea. <laughs> uh, we've been saying it from the beginning, Hobo Joe. Yeah, he might have been there and just got the got the cut on the edit. Damn. Wow, Steven. Wow. I just remind all of you listening, this is not the type of content you're going to find on the number two, the number three, the number four, <laughs> the number five Joe Millionaire podcast. They're not yeah, doing that's true. that. You know what they're doing on the number two and the number three, however many there are? They're just complaining about watching the show. Uh, another week of Joe Millionaire, the worst show ever. Get wrecked again. Agreed. And you know what? We don't ask you to, to leave reviews in order to you know make sure that we're going to come back. We're coming back. If only Steven and I are listening to this and his mom. I know his lovely mother also listens. Um, if only the three of us are going to listen to this, that's fine. <laughs> we're still watching and we're still talking about it. It doesn't matter to us one bit. Not, not even a little. So, you know, but, but we always, as always, thank you for the engagement. And we're so happy that you're here. And Steven, if you've taken your antidepressant, I feel as though we're ready to get into this episode. I took it about an hour ago, so I would be functional. <laughs> Make sure it was fully kicking. Yeah, it, it's, I felt it kicking a little while ago. So I think I'm okay. Yeah. You were sad at the beginning, but you do sound better. I am. And I will also say I'm looking forward to a return of a segment that we used to do on this show a long for a long, long time. Ooh, a throwback. Okay. A throwback element that has not been on the Joe Millionaire pod yet that will shine its lovely face a little bit later in the show. So if you're thinking about turning it off like <laughs> I did watching this week's episode because I thought it was good for my mental health. Don't do that. <laughs> Just stay tight. Stay tucked into your seat. Stay working out and um, we'll get you there. So let's uh, let's begin our journey, Mixie. Ready, set, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> 
We open, and the girls are at the manor. They're talking about, I believe, Carolyn. I don't care. <laughs> Already, I don't care. Um, they're talking, and then we go to the guys. The guys are talking about, uh, uh, Stephen says at one point that, that uh, we're actually going to have to have emotions or something. is Something along the lines, he says that they have to have emotions. Mm-hmm. They're, they're starting to actually give a shit, it's, it seems to be the case. Um, not that they didn't before, but I think that they're starting to realize that they can like have some serious relationships with these yeah. girls. Um, and then we cut to the best butter of all time, mm-hmm. Mr. Martin. He's on the intercom. And now, Stephen, did you catch anything interesting about this whole intercom situation? I'm very glad you brought this up. I'm I'm so glad you brought this up because to the untrained eye, to the number two, number three, number four, number five Joe Millionaire <laughs> podcast, they would probably just let this slide. But the number one Joe Millionaire podcast sees everything. It sees the girls that were there week one that they got disappeared. <laughs> it also sees the fact that the boys got figured out how to reset the clocks this week. Did you notice that, Mixie? Yes. I, yes. Don't worry. I, I, I was eagle eye in that microwave. They heard. They heard. Um. But I, what I believe you're referring to is the fact that Martin hits the intercom and somehow yep. the intercom for the very first time ever is working in the gentleman's quarters. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not very I'm not very educated on intercoms, but, you know, one, they work for the building they're in. That's my understanding of how an intercom works. It's not like a uh, universal page system, like a, a Nextel push to talk beep beep type thing. Yeah. And from what Jenny told us, which I have no doubt in, in this being incorrect information, she said the butthole contains the intercom. So we know he's at the manor. It, is he just like God and just like projects himself into other? I mean, maybe. Well, I feel like that's that's a simple question. He is God. Yes. He's God <laughs> over this show. He's God over our lives. He's yeah. God over reality television in general. He unfortunately didn't have much to do on the back half of this show this week. And I felt yeah, like I missed that's him. why I got sad. Is like, Oh, that's why you got well, sad. Well, I'm trying to like just move <laughs> on from it in my head, but it's not working. Okay. It's not working. Okay. Well, uh, you know, Martin, he does get on the intercom and he says that the men are actually going to be competing for the dates this week. The women are just going to be watching which is fun i love this idea i haven't seen this ever i think no i wanted to ask you can you imagine if like on an episode of the bachelor they're just like oh you guys are just gonna watch him do shirtless stuff for like 35 (laughs) minutes competing against another shirtless dude if him like the bachelor and chris harrison like were like competing against (laughs) each other for no apparent reason and you know, it would have sucked on that show, mm. but this was fucking amazing. So good. The way that they did yeah. this was so good. I love a good competition. Obviously, here on The Right Reality, we love mm-hmm. a good competition where the shirts are popped off. Oh, yeah. And Suzanne says she wants the boys to pop their shirts off. A woman after our hearts. Yeah, truly. And they they started a, like a pop that shirt off chant. What was it? Like... Shirts off, shirts off for the girls. Shirts off for the, I don't know something like that. I don't remember because I was I was looking at other things. It but. was a very catchy song, and maybe we <laughs> we, we do believe 
I think we can confirm and report to you that she will be our guest on Monday evening when we record. Fuck yeah. And we'll ask her to maybe do the chant. Oh, yeah, that'd be so fun. I'm so excited to talk to Suzanne. She's just like, she's just so cool. I, I, I follow her on Instagram and she does these emo nights. I want to talk to her about that. She's just so cool. I'm excited to talk to Suzanne. I am too. We'll get there. Spoiler, Suzanne gets kicked. <laughs> oh, man. I think that has to go before we do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just in your mental editing, guys, take <laughs> where she said spoiler alert and just push it back a minute when I said it. Clearly, I don't know how to do it either because no. I keep getting fucking spoiled. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because nothing's a spoiler for you anymore because you've been spoiled. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the guys come over to the manor and um, my boy, Kurt, I don't know what his deal is. Um, you know, we didn't get a sweetheart of a girl this this episode. Thank God. But we did get this. Gentlemen, how does it go? How does it go? Man, seriously? That's not even like. <laughs> how does it go? How does it go? How does how did it go? How does it go? But it's how does it go? It's not how, how like and he's walking up to it was just mm. the way that he like they're all the words are there. They're just not in the right order. Maybe he's just nervous. I think that's what a lot of this is. I just don't think you settle. I know they've been filming for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I just still think it's a weird situation to be in, and the longer it goes on, the more serious you know things are, and, and I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I start to feel for him sometimes. I know some people think he's just worthless garbage and they hate him, but I kind of feel for him in these moments, because I never believe the guys on The Bachelor who were like, you know, uh, it was you know it was a weird situation to be in, and they always, like try to look like they're so like in control of it from the beginning and it's like you're not though man come on like be honest with yourself here yeah yeah that's true but like the fact that he's being so messy i think is making it difficult for the girls like i just i see i see again i see carolyn's side of things i see amanda's side of things i see kurt's side of things this is an adult weird ass situation that they're in (laughs) But they're doing the best they can. Including a shirtless uh, competition where you got to like, I guess that's a manly thing to do. Smash watermelons. I don't know. Yeah. Is it a dainty thing to like put a suit, a, a tux on? That was a tux. I realized that those are different. We had, you had to throw the hay bales, right? Yeah. 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 Or the hay bales, bales, not bells. Martin comes out and he says that the men are going to compete. They're going to compete for either a like really high class date. Yes. They said a horse and carriage, a ball gown. He wasn't really super specific, but that was going to be a classy date. And then the, the guy that lost was going to go on the poor people date, I guess. Mm-hmm. We still don't really know the correct way to <laughs> phrase it. I'm sure Ford, who may or may not have given a truck to this episode, because they got a little product placement. Yeah, they in did. This. I don't think they would like to be called the poor date. Yeah. You know? But I don't really know how to refer to it. <laughs> Once again, everybody wanted the quote unquote quote poor date because it was a bouncy house mm-hmm. under the stars. Again, honestly, I'd rather take the bouncy house over a horse and carriage. 
horse and carriages smell. I was going to ask you this as as a New York City resident where they do have horse and carriage rides. Uh-huh. Is this like a romantic thing to do? It feels like it's just not like you're in the city. You're behind all these cars. Yeah, no, it's 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 not. I mean, the only thing I can think of, I've seen people do it in Central Park where like cars can't get in. Mm. That makes the most sense to me. Again, though, it's just like smelly and like just walk. <laughs> just walk. Maybe try walking. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I'm not into that kind of stuff, though. So I, I would assume most girls would would enjoy like, a, oh, do you want to ride in the carriage? But I'm I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go to the bouncy house. And it mm-hmm. seemed like all most of these girls wanted that date too. I liked how much the guys got into it. They were really going for it. As you know, as we all know, it's the number one dating profile. Like little line that people write from time to time. I'm overly competitive about everything. (laughs) But they were going for it. Yeah, so it was like a relay, basically, of themselves. Like, they were just competing. There was a bunch of different stations that they had to do. So the first one was seven hay bales. Then there was three tire flips. Then you had to waste champagne. I'm not really fully sure what that was. (laughs) Um they had like eight or nine watermelon that they had to slam with a, a sledgehammer. And then finally, they uh, had to put a tux on. Yes. Yes. It was a wild. I mean, it kind of, again, no hate. Lo- absolutely fucking love the show. Kind of felt like production was just like, what do we have in the back? <laughs> a bunch of expired champagne. Some watermelon. Although I really was upset it wasn't oranges. I really would have liked to see. Oh. Kurt smashed some orange. Huge gameplay move. I would have just, if I would have Steven, I would have been like, hey, uh, can you guys give me a, an orange before we just start? Th- just like put an orange on the table. <laughs> As he's going up, just to throw it in his general direction, you know? Yeah. Or put it in the pocket of the of the tux, and then he touches it. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't go near it. <laughs> like they had leftover <laughs> hay from the camping trip. Mm-hmm. They had... Um, tires from the truck that's that ford left there they had a bunch of expired champagne that they decided to waste yeah. the watermelon and then taxes i really think it was just whatever was in the back yeah where did the crown come from i want the crown like the crown's a big time move that was the other thing martin kept saying that the winner would be the king and he would be taking his queen out and the loser was not the king i i didn't again I feel like the metaphor kind of stopped after that first half. <laughs> I'm going to pitch a new idea for season two of Joe Millionaire, which we don't know if we're going to get. Um, I'm telling you, we've never we've never asked for anything more. Yeah, I don't, don't want to ask because I don't want to be disappointed. But we're, we have our fingers crossed here locally. Yeah. I think this is an idea that they can do every week. I think they can open the show much like the challenge with the daily competition of the guys competing in something while the ladies look that's really cool and cheer on by the way for those of you asking the woo counter this week it broke during this it did i i saw a lot of woos i never catch them and i caught a lot of woos so i knew it was going to be crazy the woo counter has been sent out for repairs hopefully it will be back next week it was not ready to take on that amount of woos it was like oh the past couple weeks have been slow I don't need to be prepared. Obviously, it got absolutely <laughs> overrun this week. Asleep at the wheel. Let's just say it broke at 11. <laughs> it broke at 11. Okay. It was stuck on 11. And then there okay. was more woos coming. So I felt bad. 
It's been shipped away. Hopefully, it'll be back by next week. Okay. But they can do this every week. They can have a competition with the guys, challenge Mm -hmm. daily style. Whoever wins gets to pick who they want for their one-on-one. And it's a really good way of throwing it off each week. You can still have a group date. Yeah. But the competition lets you pick who you want for a one-on-one, I think, as well. And then you can swap off. The girls will compete. And then they get to pick once a week mm-hmm. or every other week which guy they'd like to go on a one-on-one date with. Yeah. I love that. And the thing that I think was really cool about this that I didn't realize at the beginning of, you know, when they were explaining this, the guys were the ones that got to pick the date. When you think back to the other reality dating show that everybody mm-hmm. refers to, that's not the case. Production picks who's, who who they're going on a date with, right? Now, they, they might try to have a say in it, but at the end of the day, production makes the call. When they're doing this and the guys have to be the one to like own up to the decision they made, mm. you can see later and we'll talk about it, how it affects the other girls. And I think it's like an added element that is great for a viewer. You, you're getting an extra competition in there. And then on top of it, you're getting like, okay, he actually made that decision. So this is where his head's actually at, you know? Yeah. And it, it can be good and for bad. And we saw yeah. Uh-huh. We saw that each time. I do like how when Stephen lost, he said he threw the competition. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think he did? It's a big time V move, right? Right. You know, oh, I threw the competition. Okay, bro. Like <laughs> the first part of this started throwing hay bales. Yes. This should have been over for you at the beginning if you're that good on the ranch. But you know, want to know why he lost this? Oh, I know why. Because he spends too much time in the helicopter, not throwing enough hay bales. I agree with you. And not opening enough bottles of champagne. Apparently, he learned how to open bottle champagne on his birthday, which was what? Episode four? Jesus Christ. Who is this guy? He truly must sleep and live in his helicopter. I just don't really want to talk about it that much more. We get to the... So they so he, they throw the hay bales, you know, whatever. It was pretty tight. <laughs> the tire flip was pretty tight, but Stephen fully lost it at the at the champagne waste um, part. Yeah, and no chance. He had no chance. So he no. doused himself in champagne. Great just, move. If you're going to lose, you might as well yeah. make it fun. Just excite the women in the, in the meantime. That's what he was trying to do. He was li- trying to light some fires over on the women's side. I think it worked. Uh-huh. I mean, we had lots of cutaways. Of them being like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, they yeah. never... This this shows you how difficult this show is to be on. Because these women have been in this house for six weeks, and they see two guys with a shirt off, and they're like, oh, my God, ravage me. <laughs> I don't think they would act this way in public. They'd see a, shirt, a guy with a shirt off, and they're like, this guy's got a shirt off over here. What a fucking weirdo. I still don't think that they would act this way uh, <laughs> after six weeks if there wasn't cameras there. <laughs> They've been held up in this house. They got two guys just like throwing hay bales. But, you know, you did say this a few weeks ago. You're like, anything shirtless is better. That is so, true. Yeah. Whatever. It's always a plus. So, I, I again, I wasn't upset with it. But, yeah, Stephen lost. He couldn't put on the um, cufflinks at the end. The guy was a mess. But uh, so Kurt gets the crown. Mm-hmm. Great hair flip by him right before he put that crown on. I I don't know how this guy is single, to be honest with you. (laughs) 
it's because he's he's in Tulum too much for business, you know. That's yeah, you're right. He's traveling to Tulum for business, and that's just that's hard. Being an international DJ is is difficult too. So <laughs> I, I understand that. <sighs> Everybody goes home. They they're getting ready for the the guys are getting ready for the dates. They're trying to figure out who they want to pick. Carolyn. I want to talk about this, Stephen. Carolyn goes home and immediately puts on a ball gown and starts doing her makeup. Power move or overconfident? Whoa, that is a... God, that's a good question. Yeah, this is why they pay me the zero bucks. (laughs) (laughs) That is a really good question. My initial thought was it's both. But that's a cop out answer. So I'm going to I'm going to lean one way or the other here. I think we can both agree that it's both. I'm going to lean that as a confident move. It's a boss move. You just combined you just combined the two options I gave you. What were the two options again? Power move or overconfident. <laughs> You're like power confidence. <laughs> I think it was a power move more than it was the other. I will say. Okay. Because I think maybe you can like will it into existence by doing mm-hmm. it and not wanting to put yourself in a negative headspace by going, well, I don't I don't know if it's going to be I don't I don't know if it's going to work for me. I do like that. The fact that she was like ready before anybody else, like yeah. everybody else was putting their makeup on and she was like, when when are we leaving? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else was still in gym clothes. Also, another thing I want to mention the fact that they just let them walk around in gym clothes all the time, the juxtaposition Amazing. of them sitting on the steps in gym clothes, the guy shirtless, and Martin in the most dressed up you can be <laughs> as a human being was just amazing, and I loved it so much. In the beaming sun. Yeah. What did you think the move was? So I feel as though I, I lean towards power move, but this is where, because Carolyn's very smart. I think Carolyn put it on. It was going to wear it down there. If the guys came mm. to the manor to pick their dates and Kurt showed up and wasn't planning on taking Carolyn, and saw her but in saw that. her in the dress, that's where I think her head went. Yeah. It's a really good explanation. And again, this is why they pay you the zero dollars. Yeah, exactly. But of course... We know that um, actually up until this most recent elimination, the guys don't get to make, uh, they don't get to say their decisions. They make their decisions, they tell Martin, and then Martin speaks for them. So Martin goes over to the manor, and uh, you can go ahead and, and tell me what uh, happened with that. But I don't want to. You, you don't want to, or? No, I'll do it. I mean, it makes me sad to relive it. But Come on, Stephen. They're paying us zero dollars. They're paying us zero dollars. I will. It's the least we could do. I'll be a professional podcaster okay, for you. once. Thank you. Martin comes over and says that the gentlemen have made their decisions. First, Kurt. Kurt picks. And we're all sitting there like, oh, my God, who's he going to pick? Were you confident it was her, Mixie? Were you confident he was picking Carolyn? I thought that he would want to, especially because he said to her at the last elimination that he missed her and mm-hmm. she wasn't at the last group date. Mm-hmm. So I had a feeling that that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he was actually going to. I thought production would force him to take Amanda um, on top of he 
doesn't want to. I, I I thought he didn't want to like shoot himself in the foot with the Amanda situation, because Carolyn already had a one on one, right? So I do think that even though it would have been incredibly embarrassing for her to not get picked when she was in that dress, she could have justified it with, "Well, I already had someone on one time with him, and I want him to you know explore, so he should do that." I feel like all signs pointed to him to pick Amanda, and he did not. <laughs> And I think that was the the moment where I think it's turning back. And, I mean, we have this theory that it's always been her on the show and we're just seeing a edit mm-hmm. of, oh, are they going to end up together when, you know, they, they very well may and they're just trying to make it be like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I don't – if he didn't pick her, it was going to be a bigger problem than – him picking her and them having a bad date because if he doesn't pick her he's back in the every time they see each other you know why didn't you pick me i think this was his chance to finally like kind of settle it a little bit and see if they could like continue their like um you know footsie hand fucking thing that they were <laughs> yeah, doing we last had, week we had more fucking hand fucking again we had something going on in the back of the car too oh yeah um that a camera was turned off for but <sighs> I I don't I kind of disagree with you, Stephen. Okay. I think that she wouldn't have freaked out. The only thing that she's actually like freaked out about is seeing him doing it. So if he's taking a girl on a date somewhere else, I, again, and this is if what she's saying, you know, was her issue. If that still is the same issue now, I don't think she would have been upset. I think she would have been embarrassed if she had put that fucking dress on and didn't get it. But I don't think she would have been like pissed and caused an issue again i think you're right on that i i didn't want to mean to be like i just think she would have been like okay well this is it definitely would have been a happy thing she wouldn't have been thrilled this is telling me a little bit more about him and where his head's at maybe than Mm -hmm. i'm thinking where he was at because another one of these issues that i think we don't understand as people watching this show is we are watching it from above from like 10,000 feet right yeah we are not sitting there in the moment as one of these girls Mm -hmm. and hearing him say I'm really into you or whatever he's saying and then also seeing them do that him do that to the other girls totally you're only getting that perspective as a viewer and I Mm -hmm. think that's why the viewers sometimes will have issues with the guys on the show because we're seeing all of it, maybe not in the order, but we're seeing yeah. all of it. And as one of these girls, you're only seeing the part that you are at or you're being told. And then watching it back, it's really tough. Mm-hmm. And I think that becomes the really uh, the really interesting thing about this show is I just think we're seeing it be a little bit more um, not so clear cut as the other show that we've talked about before, yes. where it seems like very much they're they're guiding the man they're just like putting him there and Mm -hmm. oh we're just going to pick you up and move you here and you're going to do this and you're going to do this yeah it still feels authentic for the guys to be able to like pick who they want to talk to i agree and they're not constantly you know just being put in situations so Mm -hmm. so uh you know we know kurt picks carolyn (sighs) steven what who does the other steven pick he says that he's in between Annie and Whitney, right? Yeah, and, and uh, Brienne, I think. I don't think he had Brienne on the list. Well, he should have. 
Okay. Put her, put her back on the list, man. Put her back on the list, please. Put her back on the list. I watch this and I go, don't say any, don't say any, don't, 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 don't do it. V, Stephen with the V, don't do it. I already don't like you. I already don't like you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Annie, I hope you like a bounce house. Fun. Great. Awesome. Wow. Great. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to say this once in this episode, and and that's it. I really like them together. Please don't kill me. What are you doing? I'm sorry. What are you doing? What do you want me to lie to you? They are cute together. I like him better with Brienne or Brianna. Also, apparently we've been saying her name wrong the whole time. Oops. God. I like I you like him. You should have like given me a heads up that you were going to basically spit my fucking face <laughs> mid-record. She's just like, but I would like her with anyone. She's just truly like the the full package in my opinion. Like I I can't poke a hole in her. Nice cover. Nice cover there. Nice cover. I'm spitting facts, Steven. <laughs> it's what I do. She's just like I, I I this girl is an angel. She really is. Like truly. And we saw it on the date. We saw it on the date. I mean, it was it was like she jumps off the screen. She's very genuine. You feel mm-hmm. like when she's talking, she's not like reciting things that she was thinking in her head. Yeah. She very much lives in the moment. She's mm-hmm. funny. Like she'll ha- she had like one or two lines, I think, in there that were, you know, funny towards him and the bouncy house and all that situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was just tough to watch. I'm not going to lie. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was not fun for me to watch. I understand that, and and I'm and I'm sorry for you, but yeah, she's she's just adorable. Obviously, Mama Jill did good, and even like like exactly exactly what you were saying. She lives in the moment. Like she was running up the stairs with Carolyn to go get ready for the date, and she's like, "I was not expecting to be picked." You know, she's just like she's along for the ride. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, okay. Yeah, and, and I think that's kind of why Stephen is so drawn to her. I will say it's it's a big time move. Ladies, if you want to, if you want to take notes, just being kind of, um, I don't want to say carefree, but kind of like just, just being in the moment and being like, not like, what are we doing? What are we doing this weekend? Oh, we need to make plans. We need to do this. Oh, this. Oh, oh, we, oh, we got to just like, if, I can't think of a better term. We, we call it take a Xanax. Okay. I like that. <laughs> But just be easygoing, I think is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, you are. I'm <laughs> don't take drugs. <laughs> don't try to be too much. Just just take a Xanax. Just chill out a bit. Just take It'd a Xanax. Cool. Don't actually take a Xanax unless you're prescribed it. No. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> medical fact from the right reality. Please don't take medication without talking to your doctor. Thank you. <laughs> Please see a trained professional, which me and Mixie are not. We are only trained in the art of being the number one. Absolutely. You know, speaking of being, uh, you know, okay with going into flow. So we're going to talk about both of these dates, but I did want to mention something because, you know, there was just such a stark contrast. They they, they bounced back to the uh, house when the girls were out on the date. They bounced back to the house to kind of see all the girls. They were drinking wine, you know, hanging out, chilling. Brianna, am I saying that right? We've been saying it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Can we go with Brienne? It's easier to say. Brienne. I've said this for weeks, Mixie, that I I don't know how to pronounce anybody's name on this show. Oops. Other than Annie. That's it. I apologize. 
We could we could call her Bree. Do you want to just go Bree? Sure, let's just go Bree. Okay, so Bree, <laughs> Bree is sitting next to Suzanne, and we're just gonna play the clip. Uh, we're spiraling. I'm not. I'm good. The stark contrast between these two <laughs> is everything. The quote. I mean, it sounds great. I'm sure you know it's it's a it's a great sound quote. But you guys gotta. Watch this fucking show. Just the stark contrast. Suzanne is sitting there knitting as she does, like a queen. She's sitting there knitting as Bran is just like in her head. I'm sorry, Brie. Brie is just in her head. <laughs> freak it out. And Suzanne's like, I'm chilling. I'm gonna knit. Love the energy. It's a big time move. It's again that the the je ne sais quoi, if you will, of mm-hmm. what I was just talking about. That like, hey, whatever happens, happens. Whatever. I'm I'm here. Let's do whatever. I agree. So we, we head back to the dates. And do you want to start with Kurt and Carolyn? Do you want to? Steven, I know that this is tough for you. So you tell me where you want to go here. I have, while we've been courting, I have sent Mixie an email. I don't think I can relive this nightmare again. And I have chosen in a sign of my emotional maturity as a sign of my willingness to be open and honest. Yeah. To show growth, to show everything. Mm-hmm. I have decided to share a page from my journal from the night of the date. Oh, wow. My diary, I wrote in my diary. I have decided to send that page to Mixie. She can recite what I wrote down. Oh, wow. Thank you. I'm not letting my emotions get the best of me. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate this honor. Um, Everybody knows how good I am at reading names, so I'm sure this is going to go off without a hitch. (laughs) I'm choosing to share this with all of you to show that I'm not afraid to be mm-hmm. emotional and to just be who I am. Uh, I'm going to speak on behalf of everyone here. We appreciate your vulnerability. And um, I know that this is a tough time for you, but we're all here for you, Stephen, with a PH. If you'd like to leave a review with with your signs of support for me in my in my in my weakest moments, We will gladly accept those and read those next week. Incredible. Thank you for the engagement. Yes, thank you so much for the engagement in these trying times. Okay, if you're ready, I'm going to share your diary entry. I'm ready. For everyone that's not following, this is Annie's date. (laughs) Okay. Dear diary, tonight sucked. There I said it. It sucked. I had to watch the apple of my eye or peach of my eye to make sure to represent Georgia. Annie, go on a date with Stephen with a V. I knew it was coming, like seeing a car crash in slow motion, but I couldn't swerve. Like I wanted to, I held onto the wheel and waited for the airbags to save me. Spoiler alert, the airbags didn't deploy. My heart crumbled. Much like you'd crumble sausage into a delicious gravy for biscuits and gravy that I thought me and her would make together someday. 
She'd bake the biscuits with her black nails, and we'd laugh about how PHs are way funnier, wiser, and better in every way than Stevens with bees. But no, that's not what happened. I watched the makeout, like, all the time, to the point where I slapped myself to wake up from the nightmare I was sure I was in, to wake me from the hellscape I was in. The sweet embrace of morning didn't come. I did not wake. The nightmare was my reality. Sickness sets in. I tried to drink some fresh squeezed orange juice to bring myself happiness. It tasted like nothing. It tasted like my tears. Diary, you are the first to know that I tearfully called cut to make the tough decision to change the reservation from two to one. Love, Stephen. Wow. I'm moved. The, uh, first of all, can I just say the fact that you have the strength to squeeze... You're not afraid of the orange juice. No. And you'll also squeeze it fresh. I will always squeeze it fresh. Even on top of Mm -hmm. having to deal with all of that, you know, that's really, that shows a a strength that I I haven't, I haven't really seen before in my life. I mean, since I'm being open and honest, like I just did and sharing that moment of my diary, I will say that I did print off a photo of Stephen's face and placed it upon the oranges as I squeezed them and put them in the juicer. Healthy. It was, it helped. It mm-hmm. helped. I will say it helped. That's good. Anything that helps. I appreciate you um, of doing that and being being a good friend and helping me in my lowest. Of course. I have, I, I also personally have one note from the Annie and Stephen date. Yeah. Has absolutely nothing to do with either one of them, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be pleased with. And I actually think you'll agree with me on this statement. Okay. Shouts out to the cameraman that had to go inside of that bouncy house and try to stabilize a shot Impossible. of those two bouncing in that bouncy house. Honestly, the footage they got, I was shocked. I feel like they were like, just give me a cell phone at this point. I'm not bringing my big <laughs> camera rig in there. You realize how expensive this is? You want me to go in a bouncy house? I like I could just tell I could just tell that like the person holding that camera was trying so hard. Shouts out to you. I don't know if it was Winston Churchill or not. Could have been. We don't really know. There was a producer in Video Village speaking into a walkie-talkie. I need you to get closer into the bouncy house. Just get in the bouncy house. And this probably 38-year-old person was like, I'm not getting in the bouncy house with this camera. I'm just not. And they're like, get yeah. in the bouncy house. Yeah. And they're like, hey, get in the bouncy house. I, I just wanted to shout out that, that cameraman because that that's some tough work. I also want to tell this cameraman to fuck off because he got the angle of them making out. He zoomed in. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what, cameraman? Actually, I changed my mind. You fuck off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have reacted that way. I'm very sorry. Well, you know, Stephen, we made it through. And uh, we're going to talk about Kurt and Carolyn's date really quickly. Thank God. And then we're going to move on. So I'm really proud of you. You made it through. Air horns for you, sir. Air horns for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Air horns for me. (laughs) I appreciate it. And tell you what, I used to love Oreos. Don't think I can ever look at them the same. They were the best kind too. Those were definitely double stuffed. Of course they were. The only the only <laughs> ones to have. And Twinkies? I thought those were discontinued. That's a millionaire. Hey, that's how you know he's a millionaire right there. He's got that pull. That would have been the giveaway. Oh, you got Twinkies. <laughs> These don't exist anymore. Oh my god, you're the millionaire. Oh man. 
And Kurt's dead mouse? No way. That's how the show goes down. That's how everything gets exposed. That and the two extra women that nobody seems to be talking about. Again, <laughs> nobody seems to care about these two women who have gone missing. Yeah. I mean, I, we didn't even care until recently. If Reddit doesn't care, like, I don't think they exist. They were probably ghosts. Ghosts of the manor. We figured it out. They were NFTs. <laughs> And you can get your NFT of the two Joe Millionaire girls that weren't actually on the episode on our website. Mixie, should we make an NFT? Should we make NFTs of the two girls? That were- should we make NFTs or coffee? NFTs, for okay, sure. Okay. That's where the money is. <laughs> Guys, stay tuned. We'll make some NFTs of these girls. The right reality. NFTs. <laughs> NFTs of the two girls that didn't get airtime. Oh, man. Okay, really quickly, we're going to go through the Carolyn and Kurt thing. A lot was discussed. A lot was not discussed at the same time. Basically, Kurt kind of tries to get some serious conversation out of Carolyn, and she's kind of like, why are you scared? Why are you thinking negatively? Which, you know, is a is a point. But he also needs to make a decision. Um, and I have a question for you, Stephen. Uh, shoot, I'm glad you brought this up because I have I have feelings on this. Okay, so Kurt, his his the main thing that he's been saying that we're at least seeing his issue with Carolyn is that the ex is still in the picture because of the child. Sure, sure. That seems to be like if I'm being very general, he's mm-hmm. totally cool with her having a kid. He's yep. he seems fine with that. It's the fact that the dad is still involved. It's the co-parenting thing. Yes. 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 Yeah. So my question to you is, is there anything that Carolyn could actually say to Kurt to make him okay with this situation outside Mm. of Kurt just meeting the guy? Like anything she could verbally say to him? I I don't know. I think it depends on what his concerns were because he said he has legitimate concerns Mm. and and real fears over what their real life outside the show would look like together. Something yeah. that the other show that we mentioned never deals never with discusses. until yep. there's like three people left. And it's like, oh, well, you live on a cruise ship for a living and I fly airplanes. This is probably not mm-hmm. going to work. Yeah. I like that Kurt in this situation, while the other women he's still interested with are still here, is saying, hey, like, we have time. We have this one on one. Let's talk this out. We never really have time because, you know, we're by a pool, finger fucking each other with our hands and whatever, you know. Yeah, we got good (laughs) shots of the finger fucks again. Um, Can we have a real conversation? Because at this point, I need to kind of figure some things out so I know where I mentally stand. And she said, oh, we're letting fear drive. And he says, no, I'm letting rationale drive. And I wanted to see this. uh, This is what the other show does well. Well, they'll let that conversation breathe for like 10 minutes. No music, no nothing. They'll just let that kind of breathe here. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of wanting. Uh I don't know what she could have said because it seems like his fear is just like, listen, I live in this city doing my construction business thing. Mm -hmm. Also, 
Obviously, I travel the world as Dead Mouse. Yeah, international superstar DJ Dead Mouse. Yeah, you live in Orlando, uh-huh. which I assume is where um, your ex might live for you know to do your co-parenting things. Yeah, and which means you can't like move here to like assimilate into my world mm-hmm. because my business is here. It's not like I like can take another job in another city. My job is here. My construction business is here. Yeah, how is this going to work? And I don't know what she could have said. I know what she probably shouldn't have said in this moment, even though I love her. She said, you can go safe and easy or you can do real and scary. I'd have been like, I'll take the safe and easy. Thank you very much. I don't want to take the scary. I want to take the scary. Who wants to take the scary? Yeah. I mean, my whole thing with this is like I I, and I'm not saying that Kurt's like fear of, you know, the co-parenting situation and exactly what you're saying, the distance on top of that is irrational it's it's not that i think that it's just i don't think that she can say anything Mm. to make him okay with it it's gonna have to be a you meet the guy right like i I, i'm obviously not in this situation i i don't have any children i'm not co-parenting with an ex but i can only imagine that with that you you know if you're telling that to other people especially someone you're dating you're like oh you're seeing them every day you had a relationship with them you know what's actually going on yeah you know there's nothing she's going to be able to say to make it clear to him that that those two are no longer together until he physically sees those two interact i agree with you you a thousand percent because it's a it's a i don't know if his issue with him is just oh you you have this or Mm -hmm. if the issue is more so like and that's what she's saying. Like, hey, like, w- there's nothing I can say at this point. What do you want me to say yeah. about the situation? It is mm-hmm. what it is. And just like, let's be cool with it. But from his perspective, I think he's thinking, you keep saying we'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I have other women here that I could also figure it out with and maybe give me an easier path towards our Mm -hmm. lives actually working out together. Yeah, and that's totally valid too, right? Like him asking these questions is totally valid. Totally valid on both sides, Uh a thousand percent. This is the one issue that I do have fundamentally fundamentally with all reality dating shows except for like Married at First Sight and... Uh, I think there was one other that did it is they pull they pull people from all over the country and go, oh, you'll figure it out together if you end up. And it never Mm -hmm. does. That is true. They typically do break because of distance. It's the it's the reason. So I think if a show. Hello, 495. (laughs) If a show would like to do a reality dating show where it moves around every year, much like Married at First Sight does, Mm -hmm. you can get some bachelors and bachelorettes from Atlanta, from Tampa, from Miami, from all over the country, and you just stay in those pods. And it's Mm -hmm. an event for those cities. Oh, they're doing, I don't know, steal the name of the fake show you did, Love for Real Atlanta. And it's a guy and a girl from Atlanta and a pool of guys and girls from Atlanta. And it just works in that way because you're eliminating the hardest part of all this is okay we win quote unquote mm-hmm. you live in minneapolis i live in los angeles you have a job as a is you know as a software engineer there and i do this like our lives can't just work out better i don't know 
No, I, I I agree with you. That's that's always you're right. That is typically why these people break up. It's because of the distance, and you know neither of them want to move, or you know something along those lines. I don't think either of them want to get to the end of the show and be like, oh yeah, well we should have seen this coming. Yeah, I could have maybe like tried something with somebody else who didn't have. I don't want to say the the obligation, but the the real things that are going on in their life. Mm-hmm. That might, you know, hamstring the relationship from the word go. Yeah. And I can also say that it's safe to assume that neither of these guys are going to move. Both of them are CEOs of businesses they started. Uh, that's the point. Yeah. Steven has a fucking farm. It's not like he can pick it up and ship it. No. I mean, the, the farm might operate by itself, but then you have like, where's he going to move to? Where's he gonna fly his helicopter? Like you're gonna you're gonna take flights every weekend to to do it. You're gonna move from your big town to a small town. Like I just, you have to be so confident in that relationship that yeah. you're just like, all right, this is the thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I again, I don't think that's why these relationships work out unless these people are mobile. Look at our recent the the what's it the only bachelor couple that's still together recently. <laughs> Pretty much the one that uh, basically was split up by the uh, uh, by the country yeah, that the are whole, yeah, that the, are the absolutely thriving in a relationship because neither of them live anywhere. They're so cute and they're adorable together. Yep. And if you want to know how to create an Instagram story, people, Rachel, <sighs> she's a talent. I agree. She is so. She needs to create an e-learning series. I'm telling you, <laughs> she needs Canva templates. Her stories fascinate me i will watch them i watch all those little dashes because i'm like yeah i never know what i'm gonna get so curated it's a great job oh my goodness well we'll finish up this date i i thought it was i i did want to say really quickly i thought it was hilarious that they showed carolyn sitting on kurt's lap right before they got up to leave the date thank you thank you thank you thank you in my notes in my notes beautiful a beautiful (laughs) edit in I, I, I don't know how they knew to do that, but incredible. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that they did that. And I, I'm just like, okay, now every time Carolyn sits down, I'm going to need to note as to where she's sitting. Oh, God. And Amanda. Oh, yeah. So Carolyn gets off of Kurt's lap. They go into the car. They show. Um, this also happened with Steve and Annie, but we won't. It's whatever. Uh, they show them coming back and then, you know, they're all making out in the cars. They're in their, st- their own cars, by the way. Annie and Steven are in one car. Kurt and Carolyn are in the other. And then all of a sudden, mm. Kurt kind of like sits mm. up and we mm. see his hand mm-hmm. grab at the camera that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's strapped into the back of the car. Yeah. And then it does the classic like couple lines and then the yeah. sound, you know, as the camera quote unquote cuts. What do you think actually happened here, Stephen? Something happened. This is not, uh, oh, they were just making out. No, 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 no. Because you've made out on TV quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You have not been afraid to make out on TV quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You don't turn the camera off unless you don't want them to have footage of something other than making out going on. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But I feel like it was past first base okay so here's where i'm at half of me thinks uh, exactly what you're saying something more than kissing happened Mm -hmm. 
The reason I lean towards that is sort of because of what Kurt says after the Whitney situation, which we'll get to. Okay. The other half of me thinks that production was somebody, if they had an earpiece to Kurt or whatever, and they were like, hey, could you adjust that camera? And he went and adjusted the camera and they edited it to be like he was trying to cover the camera. Mm-hmm. That's true. Although she did, she had moved all the way to the left side of the car behind the seat to kind of maybe avoid where the camera and the light was. I'm like, okay, I, I said 50 50. I'm going to say I'm 70 30 on it. 30% okay. fake, 70% something happened. Yeah, some like extra extra grabbing or we'll some, need to get answers on that. Some yeah. hands moving around in places where even Fox wouldn't put it on there. <laughs> they don't want to get sued. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'm leaning to that one. Okay, I'm leaning to that one. So they go home. Uh, they drop the girls off at the manor. Um, Annie and Stephen had a very passionate goodbye. That's all I'll say about that. I just don't know why everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. I, no, Ugh. they don't. We have people that aren't watching the show. I have to kind of... them! Okay. <laughs> I appreciate I'm sorry. That. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, the guys dropped the girls off, and I thought it was cute that they kind of just, like, walked down the hill to their house. Yeah. It, it was kind of sweet. Um, as they're walking, they're chatting. Um, Steven asks Kurt if he's falling in love, and Kurt says yes. Mm-hmm. So... Just everybody keep that in the back of your brain hole. Not your butthole. That's where Martin lives. Yes. (laughs) Um, And then we see Whitney is standing on the porch. Now, I I do want to say this wasn't a surprise to us that we're watching. Yes. Um, You know, throughout them going on the date, sort of the same thing that happened with Jenny. Whitney was like, should I use my coin? And the girls are like, yeah, do it. Um, I really did think it was cute how uh, helpful all the girls were. They really tried to help her out. So they kind of helped her set up something in the backyard. Um, I thought, especially the way Amanda approached the situation, she was really trying to help Whitney out, was being very positive. I don't know. It just like it was really cool to see that. That must have been really hard for her um, to do. But they did it, and they helped Whitney out. And then they also went and closed all of the blinds in the house. Yes, they did. And um, hid from Annie and Carolyn to get them to go to bed, to think that they were all asleep. Yeah. Uh, to get Carolyn to go to bed so that she wouldn't interrupt <laughs> the uh, golden coin that Whitney decided to use on Kurt. It was a thing of beauty just watching all these women. It was like they were doing a little spy movie, you know, mm-hmm. where they were like mm-hmm. all working together and like, we're going to do this. Okay, we're gonna, all right, we're going to do that. And yeah. they're all like meeting up and they're like hiding. They're like hi- trying to hide just under the eye line of the of the window and everything. Mm-hmm. One point I do want to mention is that when Carolyn did return back, they were all like in a closet. They were like, oh, yeah, oh, they're, all, they're all back. And for those of you who are a fan of New Girl, our girl Bree did her best nervous Nick Miller awkward moonwalk out of the room. <laughs> There is a video that I will be posting on our socials as a comparison of who did it better. But my girl oh, Bree, my girl Bree did a great job of just doing like a, she's like, ah, I'm going to just awkward moonwalk out of this room. I love that. <laughs> I totally missed that. It was great. I loved it so much. I just thought it was really sweet that they went ahead and helped uh, Whitney out. Um, I 
I was surprised with Whitney's choice to go Kurt over Steven. Me what were your too. thoughts on no, that? I, I wanted to ask you that because I was for sure thinking she's leaning Steven. And I think Steven thought he was leaning her uh, way, his way as well. Steven was a little disappointed that um, that she picked Kurt. Just an awkward thing to be around. Just real awkward. to be like, you know, I got these like three women after me. I got Annie. I got I got Whitney. And mm-hmm. I got Bree. And then she uses her gold coins like, hey, can uh, can I not go with you? Can I go with your buddy? And he's like, I'm just I'm just going to I'm. He awkwardly got back into the house. I'm, like, I'm going to really go slow. put my head in the oven real quick. Um, this was, um, let me, do you need me to get, hmm, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it was, it seemed a little tough for him uh, to, to swallow that pill, but Kurt and Whitney had a really cute little setup at the back. Um, they watched the start. They had some conversation. It was sweet. Um, the thing I wanted to no- note was Kurt, after the Whitney situation, says that he knows that tomorrow is going to be a shitstorm because of he just went on this amazing date with Carolyn and then he hung out with Whitney after. And that's why I think they did something more than kissing as well. So, you know, I thought it was funny. They end the night with Kurt saying he fucks up. And then they, they start the morning with Kurt and Steven walking to the manor with sweets. It seems as though every time that they fuck up, they they bake cookies or they get pastries or something. <laughs> <laughs> After that cotillion, they had cookies. You yeah. know, it's just like, oh, we fucked up. Well, let's let's uh, call Pillsbury. See what they can do. Call Pillsbury. <laughs> and, uh, you know. The guy, so the guys come with the sweets and they start pulling some of the other girls to have a conversation. They talk about how there's going to be an elimination and they know that and it's coming up. Again, the guys talk about this. The girls, it seems, have no idea at any point when elimination could happen. Could happen back to back. Could happen without us seeing it. Cough, cough. What happened to those two girls in the first episode? <laughs> just Who just disappeared. Well... Speed run through what happened. Um, not much, to be honest. Um, Kurt pulls Kala. It just was weird. I just, I don't really fully understand. Kurt talks about how he needs some one-on-one time with her. Kala's like, I'm really happy to hear that. But, like, they ha- they were having one-on-one time at that moment. Yeah, 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 I get that. And But this is this is my problem when you, when you picked Carolyn. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- this is this is this is totally this is what you get man like you had an yeah. opportunity to take Kala on your one-on-one and just see because then at the end of that you could have been like there's nothing there it's time for you to go mm-hmm. yeah you know what you have with her just try and that is one of the things I like that the other show does is they're like yeah. you're gonna go with different people each time mm-hmm. because it's boring if not and you get the chance now to go, oh, yeah, I'm so glad I did that. I now have somebody else I have to think about. Yeah, he shot himself in the foot for this. I don't feel bad for the repercussions that he receives from this and hopefully in the future. Yeah. <laughs> he did it to himself. <laughs> Stephen pulls Amber. They have a really uh, deep emotional conversation. They're just so sweet together. Again, I keep like forgetting about her. I wish I could see more of her. Um she seems like a great individual and they, they do seem to uh, connect on a lot of things. Yeah, I, I agree. I do like the fact that they 
they don't just have the one-on-one date and then like 10 minutes at the end of the episode for this Mm -hmm. they get to like go somewhere in the house and talk for a little bit of time and it's not like another group date i appreciate that yeah yeah and and again like we're down to eight girls so you know getting to know these girls better as an audience as well is really helpful they're gonna keep going the route they're going where we're getting one elimination a week you know we need to know who these girls are yeah so this is very helpful um then we see kurt with suzanne um you know, he says he really likes her. They have some conversation. He keeps calling her Corky. Mm-hmm. I I just like I don't know what it is about that word. I have a negative con- connotation with that. I, like if a guy called me Corky, I'd be kind of offended. And I'm not saying that like being Corky is a bad thing. I just feel like using that word and the way that he's going about it is kind of like basically calling her weird. I would say I, I see where you're coming from 100% that. But if if Kurt has never, like, given someone like her the opportunity to, like, ever, like, be in a relationship, mm-hmm. th- and he's always gone over the same type of woman before, then, yeah. yeah, in his perspective of the women he's met in his life, she could be quirky. But yeah. if you hang out with her all the time, you just think that's who... That's who she, she is. is, right? I feel like everybody's quirky. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. If we're going to start throwing this out, everybody's quirky. Everybody has something that makes them unique and different. I, I, I'm I, curious. I want to ask Suzanne that. If that's like something watching it back that... Because I, I can't remember if he ever called her quirky to her face. Maybe he did. <laughs> and she just kind of like let it go. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just... It rubs me the wrong way when it's used the way that Kurt was using it. Maybe I'm off on this. Everybody can tell me that I have this is a bad take, but I personally just I don't like if a guy were to call me Corky, I'd be like, what's your fucking problem? I'm me. I just feel like Corky has like a negative connotation to it, like crazy. No, I'll remember that. Don't call me Corky, bitch. Ted four. Ted four. Moving on. Uh, Steven sits down with Bree. Um, what are your? I'm just gonna ask you generally. What are your thoughts on Stephen and Brie? Because it seems like Stephen still has the same issue with her lack of confidence. But I, you go first on your thoughts. I think uh, Brie, outside of the show, has no issues with her confidence and who she is as a woman. Amen. I believe she and Stephen might be the best option in terms of like how like their lives would kind of inner couple yeah i do think she probably more than everybody else is most likely to move to the ranch and have her life there Mm -hmm. and i think those are the things that you really need to think about when pursuing a relationship i can see from steven with a v's perspective as well as much as i don't want to (laughs) how that is a deterrent for him to be like, I have this woman over here, Annie, who's very confident in herself and is laughing and jokey and it's just easy. Again, I go back to that term again. And then I come over here and you're just like, I don't know. I just, I think she's just concerned about how she's going to look on TV, which is a fair take to have. And she's just very much in her head. And once you're in there, I think it's, it's, it's something has to play out for you to get out of that headspace. Mm-hmm. And again, 
Steven's choice should yep. have been taking Bree. He yep. should have taken her. Kurt should have taken Kala. And you both figure that out. Because what we still have now is you not sure about these other women. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is the hardest week yet. Yeah, because you figured out nothing about where you stand on these other women. Yeah, that you're you just unsure continue of. to have fun with the girls you already have fun with. You're not, you're not, just, just, just fuck both of you guys. Come on, man. <laughs> I, okay. I hear where you're coming from. I agree with most of it. This is kind of my thought. So Steven starts the conversation with Brie by saying, I wish you could see what I see in, in us together and you, like, from my point of view. I think Steven pictures Brie in his final two. I think he's already, like, set on that, and he's trying to figure out the other person on that, and that's why he keeps leaving her behind. I get that, but if if you... <clears throat> And I think that's why she's becoming less and less confident because he keeps saying these things, right? Saying how great they are, saying how happy he is hanging out with her, how great she is, blah, blah, blah. But his actions aren't following those words up. So she's getting in her head on it, which I would too. If you're a good partner to your partner and your partner says, hey, listen, the current issue I have is I don't feel confident in where this is. You mm-hmm. just don't go, hey, I wish you could see it from my perspective. Yeah. Nobody ever sees anything from the other perspective. That's the entire issue we're dealing with in this country right now. Yeah. Back to dating. You go, okay, I see you. I hear what your issue is. Let me show you what that means. Let me mm-hmm. take you on this date above maybe the other two women that you thought could get picked before you. Let me yeah. do this to reassure you because I want you to be assured of yourself because that's the type yeah. of woman I want to see. Let me do something to help you get there. And he chose not to do that. Uh-huh. Let me be there for you. Let me get you in a situation that makes you feel yes. more confident in us. And I have this opportunity to take you on this wonderful one-on-one date mm-hmm. where I can put you in there. And again, I can learn. Maybe I've given you this date and next week you're still not confident. I go, and I go, listen, this is just not going to work. I can't spin my wheels like this. Much like Kurt this week. Like, give him give him an answer of something he wants. I just, it that's the thing that upset me so much, amongst the other things with that, with yeah. that date, was just mm-hmm. like, help this poor girl out. Just show her yeah. how much you're interested in. You going exactly. on a one-on-one date with Annie and having a ball of a time and she's going to come back and say everything that went on that date, mm-hmm. that's not helping her. Meanwhile, you're telling her to be more confident. Thank you. Yeah. And she's sitting I, around the I fucking agree. tub there with everybody as everybody talks about their, their date. And she's mm-hmm. just sitting there just going deeper and deeper and deeper yep. into this. And you could have just like pulled her out like a fucking rabbit out of a hat. Easily. Easily. And the thing that pissed me off the most is right at the end of like when they were done showing the scene. Steven says, I feel like my compliments and nice words to her are falling on deaf ears. Words are empty. Actions are things. I wrote down, actions speak louder than words. I understand that, you know, she had a bad week. You still took time to to spend time with her at the pool party, whatever. Okay, that's in the past. You understand. You can see if you're in a relationship with a partner and you see that they're struggling with something, you try to set them out 
to then get over that. Set them up to to for success. It's not a hard situation. concept. It's you not a hard keep concept. Fucking putting her in these awful situations. You let her fucking sit at home um, for the winery. You don't pick her for the one-on-one, and then you tell, then you say that your compliments are falling on deaf ears. Yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. Like I don't I, know that whole situation. I was like, I, I feel like he might fuck this up. It it it's it's it, again. We've spoken about this for ten minutes. It's baffling to me how mm-hmm. that is not a clear thing for for him to understand at this point. It just makes me think you don't know like how to be somebody in a relationship yeah it, it it gives me a lot of like red flags about it be like well you know i mean uh, well you know um i'm having a lot of issues with this oh okay well you shouldn't have issues with it that it doesn't mean <laughs> <sighs> yeah come on man just yeah. help the poor girl out she's like really really interested with you and i think uh-huh. you two one might make you know, a great couple, not speaking at all that that's good for me, Stephen with BH2, but I'm just being honest here. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that he's going to fuck this up. I mean, it almost sent, I mean, poor Amanda this week was like, I was thinking about going home yesterday because that's how this goes. So that's the last pull. Kurt pulled Amanda and she immediately says to him, I'm thinking about going home. I can't, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I don't, if I was her, I would have left. Yeah. I would have left if he picked Carolyn. I would have packed Over. my get bags, and yep. I would have been gone by the time he got back from that date. Didn't Steven say that at some point to him? I think he said like, "If you pick her, you're basically telling all the other women it's over to go home." Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what he did, and that's exactly what happened. But that's why you have to play this smart, and none of these guys are being smart. I want to like these guys; they're entertaining to me. They are really fun to watch, but they, God, I, I, they suck at dating. <laughs> That's why I guess that's why they're on the show. I, I did ask why was why is how is Kurt single? It's because he can't fucking make decisions. Ah <sighs> man, it's because he's he's a he's a world touring uh, DJ, Dead Mouse. Yeah, Dead Mouse. That's why. That's see. That's why Dead Mouse doesn't talk. He just presses play, and that's it. That's an easy decision to make. Press play. Because that's all DJs do. They just hit play. Play, and then. They, I'm joking. They move knobs the and they fist pump. And then they're like, yeah, let's go. Hold on. Let me put one one earphone on. Let me listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the point. Play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> Let me switch this slider. Do, 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 do. Oh, look at me. <laughs> I hit this button. Smoke goes off. <laughs> I hit this dead button. Mouse. The lights go. <laughs> I'm dead mouse. It's hot in here. Business in Tulum. Yeah. So yeah, Amanda says, threatens that she's going to leave. Kurt says, why don't you sleep on it and we'll talk tomorrow. Again, <laughs> let's just state that Kurt knows that tonight is an elimination. Yeah. So by him saying that, he's basically saying to her, you're going to be safe. You're not going home tonight. Yeah. You're not going home. But uh, It could have been cut out by the editors, by the way. Very easy cut out. Very hey, easy cut out. Hey, uh, yeah. Hey, just uh, I hope you stay. Mm-hmm. I hope you want to yeah. stay. Uh-huh. And I'm sure he said that stuff. But no, they chose to, to have him say... Or they chose the cut that had him say that he was going to talk to her about it tomorrow. So, interesting tidbit. Um, elimination time, right? It's elimination time. Um, Martin goes on the inter- intercom telling everybody to meet in, to put on their nicest clothes and meet in <laughs> the uh, 
I guess it's the family room to uh, for an elimination. We did a family room elimination, which we haven't done since episode one. Yep. Changing it up a bit. I like it. Oh, this was a brand new elimination again. And we will get there. But I, I did want to point out, and I'm going to ask Suzanne about this. Amanda, Suzanne, and Amber. When Martin was on the intercom saying that there was an elimination, they cut to Amanda, Suzanne, and Amber in a bubble bath having a bubble fight. <laughs> How did this not make TV? There was no explanation for it. They showed it. They showed like two clips really quickly back to back. And that was it. Well, I wrote, what is going on in the tub? <laughs> and how might I be invited next time? Episode two. That's what it is. How does that not make TV? It's on OnlyFans. The bubble baths on OnlyFans. If you type in Joe Millionaire episode two on OnlyFans, <laughs> that's how you'll find it. <laughs> so the ladies get dressed they go downstairs it's elimination time um martin i want to say goes through so first of all we all know it's elimination because as i said last week the gloves gloves are on when the gloves are on it's elimination time yeah and when the gloves are off it's time to fight (laughs) exactly you're fighting if fighting in the butthole with no gloves gloves on elimination it's probably kind of hot in there um, I don't I didn't write this down because I'm not entirely sure. I do remember Amber had an absolutely fire fit. I want to say two or three people. Martin did the whole name for better or for worse. The mm-hmm. gentleman would like to continue to, to see you. And then like in the middle of it. He says, Suzanne, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you will not be staying at the manor. They eliminated her in the middle of the elimination. Now, we always say this, jo- this this show is a gift that keeps on giving. This is yet another brand new elimination. We eliminated her in the middle of the list. I loved it so much because you know what the other show would do? It would keep her around right to the end. We're like, oh, we know who's going home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, they throw it right in the middle. And then on the back half, I go, are they going to send someone else home now? Yes. And it built an unnecessary suspension because nothing else happened. <laughs> Carolyn does say at one point that she uh, hopes that Kurt dumps Amanda to make it, you know, very obvious Mm -hmm. that he's in it with her. No fucking chance that the production would ever let him do that if he wanted to. No. No way, girl. You got to get rid of everybody else first. I think it's going to be, you know, in our finale, which is what, four weeks away? And we have four episodes left, I think, at this point. Oh, it's not enough. Announce a new season. We have four episodes left, including the finale, so a lot's got to move here. I think yeah. we're going into the final week with four people, two and I two. I agree with you. Right? And they're just trying to clear that up a little bit for us. Uh-huh. But who? But do we know who those four are going to be? I, I, don't, I think we have a good idea, but like, who, who knows at this point? I'm, I'm yeah. very... I, I don't know. But I, I love the in the middle, you're eliminated... Oh, my God, are other people going to go home? No. All right, have a good week. Guess what? Your parents are coming next weekend. Okay, bye. That was literally it. It was It was like, and in, in, I was shocked. I was not expecting Suzanne. Um, I don't know who I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting Suzanne, but I guess it does make sense out of all of them. I do think that she probably had, like, um, the least amount of time to make a connection with Kurt. Um, but she was like, I knew it. And that just like that hurt a little bit. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Suzanne, uh, we love you, and we're excited to hopefully talk to her for an exit interview." I have tons of emo night questions. 
We are. We are. And before we close out this episode, don't go anywhere yet. Don't go anywhere yet. No, don't no. go anywhere yet. Because I teased earlier that we had a return of a segment. Mm-hmm. Some of you who are new to the Joe Millionaire podcast here, the number one Joe Millionaire podcast, obviously, may not have listened to us in our challenge days. And in our challenge days, we had a special weekly feature from somebody very near and dear to my heart. My mom, Mom LaFranc, would leave a weekly take Mm -hmm. on the challenge. Now, there is a review this week from Emmy1382 asking, where is Mom LaFranc? That is what the review says. Oh, where is she? And because we are recording one day later today, we're recording on a Saturday, Mm-hmm. We usually record Fridays. It does not give Mom LaFranc enough time to watch and give a take. So, because we're delayed by one day, Mom LaFranc has made an epic return to the podcast. Hell yes. And she has a Hell season yes. take. I have not heard it yet. I like to be surprised by what the take is because it could be, you know, great, bad. Who knows? But we will now be playing the first ever. Joe yes. Millionaire, Mom LaFranc take. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, it's Mom LaFranc with my only take from Joe Millionaire. Ooh. So far. I never thought I'd watch another dating show after my Stephen, with a PH, had me watch a recent season of The Bachelorette with Katie. But here I am again. Joe Millionaire is about 180 degrees from The Bachelorette. A lot more relaxed and entertaining. Martin should tell the girls what a doctor would tell you when it's not good news. Plan for the worst, hope for the best. (laughs) Most of us know that neither Kurt or Stephen, with a V, will have a happily ever after with one of these amazing, talented girls. I am predicting, if they are smart, Kurt picks Amanda or runner-up Whitney. Stephen picks Annie or runner-up Brianna. We will all know after a few more episodes, huh? and according to the preview what? for next week, a lot of judgmental parents. What? That's my take for Joe Million. What? Bye. Oh my god! Oh my what? god! I'm so glad she's back. Oh my god! What's your mom? Your mom just picked you up and saw a bus coming and just chucked your body right the fuck in front of. Did I just get drive by by my own mom? That was amazing. Did Mom LaFranc... I... What the fuck just happened? Is she even listening to the podcast? Oh, man. My mom Uh, doesn't think she's... Amazing. Thank you so much for coming back. God damn it. That was incredible. Are you okay? Just fucking run through the hotties. Let's just run through the hotties. I don't even want to talk about it. I just, I just, you think you can rely on your own family? Nope. What? And she like, actually, it's not like, hey, like, leave a take. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Take. She's like, she thought about it. This girl, I think she'd be better with the guy that has the same name as you, but spelled differently. She couldn't even throw that in there. Like, oh, I don't think she should be with that. I think she should be with Steven. With a PH, and then there would have been an air horn and everything. No. Mom LaFranc, awful wing woman. <laughs> Fucking savage move. 
That was amazing. Okay. Annie, don't listen to my mom. I was fully expecting Mama Frank to leave a take being like, Mama Jill, can't wait to meet you and welcome you into the family. Going to be so excited. We can go on trips together. That was so savage. I. <laughs> no, not that. Your mom is an icon. God love that woman. She deserves all of... Honestly, she deserves all of the reviews. Give five stars for Mama Lil Frank absolutely murdering her son on his own podcast. <laughs> I'm about to write my diary again. <laughs> do you want to do the rest of the reviews? I think they'll make you happier, and then I could do the hotties. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Let's get to some reviews here that are not Mama Frank related. I don't think you should get let her do reviews on Joe Millionaire anymore. Steve. I have to start listening to these before we go yeah, on. Yeah, you better screen them. It's, it's a rookie mistake right there. That was uh, this one, oh, we have a new review from our good friend Georgia Butt Peach, which is a great name. Let's go, she's back. Uh, it says no unofficial title here. The number one Joe Millionaire podcast on Apple and number one. In my heart. Followed Mm -hmm. these two from the challenge, and I'm still just as obsessed. This show is incredible, but it's even better with y'all's commentary and observations. Don't change a thing, and there is an air horn at the end, so you get an air horn! Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, You know... We should have we should have honestly taken her advice and not changed anything, because you added Mama LaFranc, and now everything's off the rails. Just, um, just absolutely, uh, I'm not over it. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep bringing it up. I've never seen a mother just destroy their son like that so casually in my life. It, that, you know what? That's right. It was so, just so nonchalant too. Not like, oh, hey, I love you, but I don't think, I think she's better with the, the other one than you. I don't want you to call her right now and be like, mom. <sighs> I won't. I won't put her on the spot. I, I don't want to do that to her. No, God, she'll start amazing. backtracking. She's trying to bitch. She'll try to figure her way through it. Hey, she did the same thing to me. She tried to say I came up with the rules and had no fault, fucking proof of it. So you, I, I know what you're dealing with right okay, now. Okay, what's worse? What's worse? <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't. I, I don't see a difference. Let's I get on with the reviews <laughs> before I throw myself off this balcony here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Keep the window you shut. May, you may have a helicopter. I have a balcony, Stephen. Would be <laughs> whatever. Uh, this one is from D R A P A G S Draps Drapska Drapsk. Yeah. And it says the official, official, official. Hey, I like that. You're right. <laughs> Give me all you know three what? officials. You know what? We didn't mention this. Joe Millionaire followed us on Twitter, so I think that makes us the official, official, official podcast. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with a name change. I think that's what it works. We'll now be referred to as the official, official, official Joe Millionaire <laughs> podcast. Yeah. What are you going to do about that, Fox? Huh? What are you going to do about that? Please let us interview Suzanne. On, on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Please. Please. We're just saying that for effect. <laughs> please still allow us to interview. Suzanne. We love you so much. Thanks. Th- thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. I don't Renew know it. what I'm more excited about during the week, watching Joe Millionaire or listening to y'all's recap. By the way, back-to-back reviews with y'all's in it, I like it. They love us in the South. Watching Joe Millionaire or listening to y'all's recap of it. Oh, God. <laughs> Martin's butthole will never not be funny. I agree. 
great recent interviews with Jenny and with Wes. I love it because you keep it real and ask all about the stuff we want to know. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, we fucking do. And yes, I will say, I listened to the interview with Wes. If you did not hear it, and also, even if you're not a Challenge fan, it's just a great interview. Um, you know, he talks a lot about production, things that happen um, behind the scenes, just in TV, kind of a lot of things that we discuss. Um, it's a great listen. Shouts out Steven. He did a fantastic job. Thank you. We also had Brooke back, which was great. So, you know, give it a, give it a look-see here if you haven't already. Yes. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Big time interview with Wes from the Challenge. Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time interview. Uh, this review is very funny and it's very inside. I had to look it up because I didn't know what it meant and I... And it's it's just a, it's an incredible move by Mick Mayhan, M I C M A Y H A N. Have you seen this review yet, Mixie? Did I send this to you already? Um, I have seen it, and I just thought that he fell asleep on his keyboard for a second. <laughs> this says um, I know I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I'm going to channel my best Mixie and, and apologize, but it's a fictional <laughs> character, Smitty Water Jagger Mahanson. He was number one until this. Podcast came along. The number one Joe Millionaire <laughs> podcast with the number one host, Mixie and Steve. Now, some of you are going, Smitty Warner Jagan Mahanson are going, what is that? Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, but it was a great reference to something we brought up recently. Oh, I was just returning the cursed soda drink hat to its original owner, Smitty Werbin Jagerman Jensen. <laughs> what? There is no Smitty Wurman Jiggerman Denson! Sure there is. He's buried out in Floater Cemetery. Oh, did I just did it? I would <laughs> Give me that shovel. I'm it was his hat, Mr. Krabs! He was number one! He was number one. Amazing. Wow. Very good job. I mean just the levels of this review is incredible. Five stars to you, air horns all around. There's your air horns. Listen to them going off. Listen to them. Listen to them. Listen to those. You deserve them. What an incredible, what an incredible review. So wow. for those of you who don't know, I guess there was an episode on SpongeBob where SpongeBob was wearing a hat that said number one, and Mr. Krabs character guy was like, You can't wear that. That's you can't wear the number one hat. It's not your hat. And so he said it was not your hat. It was this guy. Um, and then just like me, Smitty, uh, Jigga, not going to work here anymore. And he was the number one guy. So SpongeBob was like, oh, he was number one. And the review said he was number one until this fucking podcast came along. So hell yeah, McMahon. We get the hat. We get the hat. We put it on. I'm wearing it right now. What are you going to do? Come take it, fucking Rob. That's my hat. Come take it. Take this hat. You won't. Should we oh, should man. we also quickly just mention our um our DM that we got? Oh, the special one? Yeah. Um yeah, look, why not? Um I encouraged this person to leave a review and they decided not to. So, you know, and and, and all is fair in love and war. Stephen, why don't you give them what uh this individual DM'd us on Instagram? So, first of all, this person DM'd us on the Instagram as Mixie said and just just gave us a note, right? Um, and I will now read this, but I need it word for word. I'm going to read this. <laughs> I'm going to read this and you just listen. It says, mm, 
whoops, look, that Foghorn loses many stars and nobody, oh, this is in caps, and nobody is working out, end of caps. People are driving. Also, Stephen, please stop yelling. So here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to reread your fucking review, your DM, but we will be playing it with music in the background while everybody is working out. It's workout time. And air horns going off, so it's workout time. Get fucking ready as we reread this. Let's go. There are the air horns. There's your music. Two minutes. Here we go. (coughs) And begin. Um, whoops. Look like that foghorn, which you can hear right there. It's an air horn, by the way. It's not a foghorn. Listen to the air horn. It loses many stars. I don't think it's losing many stars. I don't think it's losing many stars at all, actually. And nobody's working out. Mm, mm, I think there's many people working out. As a fact, if you would like to basically throw it back into this person's face who chose not to leave it, they said they would only leave a good review, but you leave it bad at the end. I would encourage you this week while I yell at this person while yelling and doing all these things as I fucking tiptoe around all of this, I encourage you to take a fucking photo of you working out listening to this podcast right now. Fucking DM them to us. We'll post them all. Put us in the hotties. Put it wherever you want, but we're doing it. Oh, you think it loses many stars? Bullshit, because I think people will actually leave reviews this week saying it gains many stars. It gains many stars. It will not lose us any stars. It will gain the stars. There's the yelling that you didn't like because you said people are driving. So don't send us photos of you driving. No, 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 no. Send us photos of you working out, listening to the number one show million podcast as I yell. And I encourage you to work out, work out harder, work out faster, work out stronger, violent, speed, momentum. Dr. Disrespect, the back-to-back, two-time ooh, blockbuster ooh. video game champion. Look, I'm throwing that in there, and you have 30 seconds. You have 30 seconds. Mixie, what would you like to say in the last 30 seconds? Let's go. In the last 30 seconds, I would just like to state that we got this DM, and we let it sit for a day because we didn't really know what we wanted to do. But then I, I had a really bad day at work, and I just decided to take it out on this person that DM'd us randomly. And I said, write a review. You won't. <laughs> And they did it. They did not. They didn't. And I'm going to yell, five, four, three, two, one. Congratulations. You just worked out. And we shoved it in that person's face. Deal with it. What a great workout. Way to go, guys. And we're going to end it. I'm going to power through the hotties, the new hotties this week, as I always do. Please don't cancel me. I'm doing my best. I can't read very well. I'm sorry. (laughs) First hottie, Adam B. Cats, who spelled both of our names right. Thank hey! you so much. Welcome to the hotties. Thank you for the engagement. Moving in, we have a, a capitalized PH and Steven. Thank you so much to Madison Dyer. Madison. From Tennessee. Thank you, Madison. You got the name right, as you all should. I very much appreciate your engagement and you getting my name right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much for the engagement and welcome to the hotties. Welcome and to another incredible entry into the hotties uh miss allison mick mahone mick mahone allison mick mahone probably not right so sorry about that don't think that's right um but you know she did she said that the hosts of the podcast were mixie and steven aka amicus and steve with a v oh i like that i that is my new code name so if you want to try to like you know (laughs) figure out what i'm doing i'm going by amicus now so 
Mixie, I, I've exposed that that doesn't work anymore. So now it's Amicus. <laughs> <laughs> she also said that she promises to keep it as friendly as Daddy Martin would. And we really appreciate that. We appreciate that. Daddy Martin. Daddy Martin. Daddy Martin. Coming up next, we have Sarah King, who, uh, very interesting spelling of my name. She gave me an oh. M-I-X-X-Y Ooh. with a question mark. And then misspelled yours but confidently no question mark at the end she gave you a v oh it's okay sarah king welcome to the hotties we appreciate you okay we appreciate you thank you welcome in (laughs) moving on we have angela pagan who said she is gonna keep it friendly when we asked if she was gonna keep it friendly she said hell yeah yeah that's the energy we need that's what we want we like it moving on from Warren, Michigan, we have Sherry Reichel. That didn't feel right. That didn't, did it. What if I try one more time? Okay. Sherry Rachel. I think that's better. It's basically Rachel with the L and the E mixed up and there's an I in there. Yeah, I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have any idea how to do it. But Sherry, guess what? We appreciate you. Thank you for the engagement. I apologize and thank you for the engagement. Welcome to the hotties. Welcome in. Welcome in. And last but not least, we have Janice Klein. Janice, thank you so much for joining the hotties. Thank you all for joining the hotties. If you would like to join the hotties and have me butcher your name, it is an honor that we have for everyone that joins the hotties. The link's in the description. It's that easy. Click it. Hit add. It's that simple. Mixie, I want to ask you, I feel like we had somebody else either follow us or join us this week. Somebody who was... Very close. Was that a, just an Instagram follow, a Twitter follow? Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. It was it was, an, it was another mom? We had another mom join us? I believe that was an Instagram follow. It was an Instagram follow. Yes. It was an Instagram We'd love follow. to have her in the hotties. Maybe she doesn't have the Facebook. Maybe she doesn't have the Facebook. Maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, a mom, moms of the ladies of Joe Millionaire, join the hotties. We, we love moms. Mama Bree, come over to the hotties. Join Mama yeah. Jill over in the hotties and uh, just hang out. You Teach know? us how to say her name. I, I think I'd be able to say your name correctly, but I, I don't know how to pronounce your daughter's name, even though they say it constantly on the TV show that I'm watching. And, you know, starting next week, when we might need a new mom to leave takes because I'm not yeah. letting that fucking happen again. Mama will Frank's out. My mom will do it because I cuss. So <laughs> we're out on moms. Uh, the show has all the moms next week, guys. If you're not watching, uh, next week the parents show up for all of them. Yeah, There's like eight excited. families coming or something like that. It's going to be great. Yeah, we did basically hometowns reverse way earlier. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. And it's great. I huh? am so excited for that. And, uh, you know, like we said, hopefully you'll be hearing from us soon with a Suzanne exit interview. Yeah, guys, if you want to uh, ask a question, feel free. Either way, DM us, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to do. If you have a question for us, make sure you get it to us before uh, 5 o'clock Pacific time. So that's 8 o'clock Eastern time on Monday. Uh, submit your questions if you want to know anything specific, and we'll try to fit it in and uh, give you a little shout out for it. So other than that, that's it for this week, who guys. Who day, who day, who day, go Bengals. It's Cincinnati's time. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody as well. The fact that I honestly, the fact that we're even in the Super Bowl is is a dream. 
just I'm 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 gonna live on my high of of the fact that I'm even seeing them there. How much chili will you consume tomorrow? I have eight cans of chili you do that I am not. planning on cracking. I will wow. be making a full Midwestern feast as I should be in New York. Ladies of Joe Millionaire, if you're in New York and you want some Skyline <laughs> chili, I got tons of it. Come over. <laughs> <laughs> Come over, watch the game with Mixie. Try to talk her off the ledge in case the game goes sideways. For, Ugh, for yeah, everybody pray for me. Everybody pray prayers up for the Bengals. Yeah, if you Go don't Bengals. have a team you're supporting and you hear this before tomorrow's uh, game, just be sure to uh, cheer for Mixie. So she, the uh, she, has a, she has a good day. The bungalows. Let's go. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good rest of your week. We love you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for all the support. We really do. Um, we'll see you soon. Okay. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye.